On today's Into Your Head number 634 for Wednesday, Gospels for Scientists, the work ethic of X-ray operators, a tale of two refreshingly honest paedophiles in the bar, a listener complaint about burping, a listener comment about narcotics, how burning Gary Glitter records could destroy Christmas, how to sit on the fence, playing strip poker with cats, and lots lots more. into a bar. Uh, one of the paedophiles straight away goes up to the bar and says, Hello, uh, can I have a pint of your finest Guinness, please? And something for my friend here. Uh, maybe another pint of Guinness. Another pint of Guinness. That'll be it. We'll have two pints of Guinness, please. Uh, or to put it another way, have a pint of Guinness and another pint of Guinness. And the first one will be the pint of Guinness and the second one will be the other pint of Guinness. Uh, in case we need to distinguish them. Although I can't see why we should if you're if you're operating by Guinness's recommended bar operating uh, practices, uh, every Guinness that you pour that you distill from your tap into a glass should be exactly the same. There should be no difference. And furthermore, if there was a difference, I wouldn't go around saying which is mine and which is my friend's. Oh no, I just go down. I'm not a freaking. Uh, I may be a fucking pedophile, but I'm not a complete gobshite like that. Uh, although. That's not for me to judge. It's not for me to judge. Uh, it's the same way as they separate church and state and policing. Uh, they also separate uh, criminals from the judiciary system. They don't put a criminal in charge of deciding whether or not he's guilty. Uh, no, no, he need more than one person involved in that. Anyway, two pints of Guinness, please. And the barman looks up and he says, Ah, hello. I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. Did you say something? And the pedophile says, Yes, I did say something. And the barman says, uh, well, do I need to know what it is? And uh, oh, the paedophile says, well, that's not for me to judge. I can't say that. Uh, I've destroyed my all uh, right that I have to make judgments about anything as God, I'm afraid. And it's all my own fault. I take responsibility myself. Uh, but oh, no, uh, I can't decide whether it was any of, of any importance. I suppose I could repeat it, although not word for word. I haven't memorised the whole speech. Uh, basically, suffice to say, I asked, could I have a pint of Guinness for me and a pint of Guinness for my friend here? Don't worry, it's not a child, it's just a friend, an adult friend of mine. And whether or not he's a paedophile is not for me to uh, let you know. If he wants to disclose that, that's up to him. Although, uh, there's a possibility that he's being, oh, he's being ordered to disclose it. But that's for him. I will only worry about myself, just like in the Alcoholics Anonymous here. Yeah, have to look after yourself first and uh, oh if you take the horse by the horns uh, the mouth and tail will follow isn't that what they say or bull by the horns uh, something along those lines and the barman says uh, so you want two pints of Guinness is it and the beautiful says yes please two pints of your finest Guinness uh, although now that you mentioned it I'm not, not entitled to your finest Guinness I'll be happy if you just give me the dregs uh, I'm not entitled to anything. I need to learn a bit of modesty here, I can tell you. Uh, I'm a fucking convicted paedophile. Did I mention that? I don't know. I did while you weren't listening. I don't know if I reiterated after you. After you. 
Starhead listing. But yes, I'm a convicted paedophile. I'm required by law to tell you if I move in next door to you, which I haven't, admittedly, but I've come into your public house. So in a way, I've temporarily moved into your house, his public house. Uh, so, just in case, I should tell you I'm a paedophile. A file of the pedo-iness. Uh, pedo, uh, not to be confused with a podiatrist or a... Although I'd be quite happy if you confused it with a podiatrist, because I'd have fulfilled my legal obligation to tell you what I am. Uh, but you'd have misunderstood me. You'd probably think I was some sort of a foot expert or something. Uh, and everyone would go away none the wiser and we'd all be happy. And I'd be I'd be within my legal fulfilment. Or what would I? I don't know. I should probably check with my solicitor about that. Uh, anyway, two pints of Guinness, please. Uh, yes, sir, uh, says the barman. I've started on your Guinness some time ago. Although, as you know, they take about three hours to distill properly. And I'm a perfectionist. And don't worry, I'm not going to give you the dregs. I'm not allowed. I don't behave. It is a proper establishment. I give proper beer to everyone. Uh, pedophile or no pedophile. If Gary Glitter walked in here today, I can tell you. And if he asked for Guinness. And if he had proper money. Although not foreign money. He probably has foreign money because he's a foreigner. If he came in here with some euros. Or even that old. A uh, couple of old Irish punts from the old days. I can tell you I'd be quite happy. To, I haven't seen an Irish pound note in years. I'd love to see one. That one with that, that green one with uh, what's Turlock O'Carolyn or whatever he is on that. I used to I'd love to see one of them again. I'm sick of these fucking euros. Anyway, oh I see your Guinness is nearly ready. Just have to top it off here, uh, so to speak. Uh, that's a phrase you've probably heard uh, several times before. Oh, 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 sorry, was that in bad taste? Anyway, here you go. Uh, that'll be six euros and 75 cents ping. Uh, oh, in good old-fashioned uh, euro currency, please. And the pedophile hands him the money. And the man hands him his change. And the pedophile takes the points. And he goes down to the ah, down to the front of the lounge where his friend is there. And they drink their beer. And then they probably order some more. I don't know. And uh, then they go home. And a great night is had by all. Anyway, on with the show. Into your head. We've a lot to get on with today. Items that need to be attended to. Issues that need to be addressed. Topics. Oh, topics. We've got lots and lots of topics. We're positively moving to the seams with topics. We're also positively moving to the seams with first-time listeners. So I better behave myself here. Uh, no belching for a start. I was looking at Oh, I was looking in the Canadian iTunes store the other day and one of the comments is some woman uh, saying uh, that she almost didn't put five stars because of the belching. She doesn't like belching in podcasts. Uh, now, as it happens, I've just had a can of carbonated energy drink. Uh, so, but I'll try to hold it back. I'll try and control myself because we've had an explosion in new downloads this week. Uh, number two in the main uh, podcast tool charts in Ireland in the iTunes store. Absolutely fucking fantastic. It almost makes me want to uh, stand up and look out the window and say to the world, uh, Hello, uh, do you realise I'm famous on iTunes? I'm one of the, oh, I'm one of the top, uh, the top independent podcastual entertainers in Ireland. Because uh, the, t- the charts don't lie, I can tell you. The charts, I remember back in the day, Gary Glitter used to go up the charts. He'd say, hello, hello, it's good to be back. 
It's good to be back. Hello. Hello. And then that got metamorphosized in the 90s into an Oasis song with guitars. And they did the chorus. Hello. Hello. Something, something, ting. Hello. Hello. Something, something, ting. And then Gary Glitter decided he was going to become a paedophile. And all hell broke loose. All hell broke loose. Uh, people went out burning records like there's no tomorrow. And of course, if you burn a record, uh, first thing that happens, I Ironically, uh, is that noxious fumes come up out of your chimney, uh, go up into the sky, and go up, and basically they poison Santa Claus up in the sky. Santa Claus comes along in his sleigh on the coldest day of the year, and he gets and uh, knocked out basically, and uh, not by the fumes themselves, but the fume and the smoke. Uh, they freeze halfway up, and it's basically the same, uh, the same effect as if uh, that mythical thing where commercial airplanes uh, supposedly drop uh, waste from their toilet on the people and it freezes and it hits their head. Uh, that's a myth. Uh, but this thing about the noxious fumes hitting Santa Claus, that's not a myth. Uh, those fumes, uh, those fumes, they go up into the sky and basically, uh, if, you're, if you're burning Gary Glitter's records uh, then there's a good chance that you're killing Santa Claus. Uh, now I know what you're thinking there. Uh, you're thinking I don't believe in Santa Claus. Well, that's okay. Santa Claus believes in you. He just doesn't like you. Uh, which is understandable seeing as how you're uh, doing your level best to kill him and if you had your way he wouldn't exist at all if you all go around uh, you're seeing enough Christmas specials now to know that anyone who doesn't believe in Santa Claus uh, is causing Santa Claus to not exist or to exist to less an extent an extent that he does so you're basically a murderer uh, going around murdering you might as well go and uh, go, up or go over to uh, Nazareth or wherever it is and find the baby Jesus and chop his head off with an axe if you're going to be behave like that. Uh, hello to all my new Irish listeners, by the way, in uh, oh, Holy Catholic Ireland. Uh, sorry about that. I don't usually I don't usually get down this route. I usually do more respectable stuff. Uh, but no, it's all, it's all unplanned, so I can't predict what's going to happen here. Uh, oh, what's going to happen here? Oh... Oh, there's a message from a listener. A listener who's had recent surgery. Uh, laughter plus recent surgery equals pain equals more narcotics. Therefore, uh, into your head equals narcotics. Uh, now, I want to disassociate myself from that comment, a listener. Uh, I have none of that crap coming in at me. I'm not responsible for doling out narcotics. Uh, although, admittedly, I did just recently send a listener a big box of energy drinks in a box. Uh, the American Customs held it for about a week. He said, hello. Uh, oh, you paid for airmail for this, but we're going to stick it in customs for half a year uh, while we decide what to do with it. Uh, we'll decide. Oh, uh, do we need to Do we need to freaking attach labels to this? Do we need to open it up and have a look at what's in it? Uh, do we need to x-ray it? Uh, I, I'm all for I'm all for x-raying things if it hurries the process up. Uh, but if it takes you three days to beam a bit of light at something, uh, then I can tell you there's something wrong. Something wrong with your head or something wrong with your attitude, your work, your work attitude. You've got a bad attitude. That's what you have. Unsurprising, seeing as how it's American customs we're dealing with. Americans love to go on about how they, ah, how they work more than anyone else. They take less days off than anyone else. Uh, people over here take more days off because we get the job done quicker. Uh, oh, 
Bio is my dog. That's interesting. Listeners are just the listener. Uh, well, one listener is distracting me while I'm trying to record. I'm trying to record the next episode, and you're distracting me with your comments about the previous ones. Uh, go away. Go away out of that. Uh, you're causing the death and destruction of this episode of Into Your Head. Although, in a way, you're not. You're not really. Uh, this is a, uh, in a way, this is a bonus episode. I've already made today's episode, the Halloween one, but I put it out early uh, to satiate you. Uh, anyway, where are we? Uh, five minutes and 58 seconds, and we've barely got going. Uh, on with the show. Now, uh, I know what you're thinking there, and you'd be largely right about that, I can tell you. Largely right, although don't get a big swelled head, because I only said largely right. Uh, to be largely right, you just have to be 50.001% correct. You could be wrong about everything else. You could say, oh, uh, hello, uh, my name's Peter, I listen to Into Your Head. I'm also a tree-headed dinosaur, and I live in a sewer. Uh, that could be largely right, uh, substantially right uh, but still, no doesn't mean you're completely right about everything, I can tell you uh, two rights cancel each other out, if I remember my mathematics correctly, two positives cancel each other out, uh, they, don't, they don't make a negative, admittedly although if you put two negatives together you get a positive, so if you have four rights, uh, that's four pluses so you have, uh, they probably that probably makes, they probably make two, uh, one right, I don't know I don't know, I don't know much about rights, I didn't pay much attention in religious class, you have, oh you have last rights and you have uh, marital rights and you have, uh, what else do you have, you have the christening and the communion and the, uh, oh all these other sacraments and rights, they're called rights, R-I-T-E-S, I don't know why I'm waving my harmonica around here, I think I was expecting this to be a musical uh, segment of sorts, Uh, but no I can't see myself uh, doing a musical uh, segment, segment on my harmonica about religious rites and ceremonies. Although, why not? Uh, they play music in church, so we'll have a go at it. Let's see. Uh... <laughs> Please stand up, please stand up, please stand up for the uh, gospel. Please stand up, please stand up, please stand up for the apostle. Here is a story from the book, from the book of our God. Uh, It's basically a story about uh, the loaves and the fishes. The loaves and the fishes. I say the loaves and the fishes, uh, but obviously there's more than one uh, set of loaves in the world, unless you put them all together in one place. If you got every loaf that exists in the world at the moment and has existed in all of time, or at least up to the time of that story 2,000 years ago, and put them all in one place, then you could say the loaves. Uh, But no, in this case, we're talking about some of the loaves, the heavy loaf in the world. Although, they had uh, one loaf, and they uh, turned them into many loaves, enough to feed a mass crowd of people, and they got some fishes as well. Uh, Loaves and fishes, absolutely fucking fantastic. Anyway, this is the word of the Lord. Uh, the response is, thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. 
Uh, please sit down now. I'm going to do some stuff with bread. Although not magical stuff, because I'm not God. I'm just a fictional priest in a song uh, depicting uh, a right. Is the gospel a right? I don't know. It's a, certainly a ceremony that you go through every week. Uh, if you go to Mass, as one of the finest uh, religious ceremonies in the world. Uh, basically every day they go up in the they go up in the middle of the mass every week and the priest gets out his book and he says uh, we're going to read you a story and the other uh, places are there in the world where you can go you can turn up every day and you say here's a story it was written by the fellow who created this universe and I can tell you Professor Stephen Hawking doesn't get to do that he doesn't go into work and say hello I feel like a story uh, can we have something by Plato or someone I don't know something about the universe and uh, tell you even if he could do that he'd be sadly disappointed because uh, he gets some reading of some old scientific theory from thousands of years ago that's being long disproven or replaced by new theories he'd probably oh they'd probably read him something about how the world is definitely flat that'd be very unsatisfying and oh no I'd much prefer the stories they read at mass uh, anyway there's still more to come on into your head do you like this program? Uh, do you like that it comes out a couple of times a week on a regular basis and that uh, it's free, doesn't cost you a penny? Uh, well, if you like all that, and even if you don't, you can support the podcastual arts by using my Amazon links every time you go to do your shopping, uh, when you're doing your Christmas shopping, for example. Uh, go to intoyourhead.com, uh, click through my Amazon links. There's one for Canada, one for UK and Ireland, and one for the US and go through to Amazon through my link and when you get there just proceed as normal with your shopping and I'll get a generous cut uh, every time you do that absolutely fucking fantastic doesn't cost you a cent extra and if you prefer not to shop on Amazon you can always just leave a tip at the tip jar at intoyourhead.com uh, using PayPal absolutely fucking fantastic uh, that's how this program is financed there's been 630 odd episodes and incidentally if you want to hear some old stuff there's a separate feed in iTunes called the Into Your Head Archives or Reruns feed or something like that uh, just search for Into Your Head and you'll find it go subscribe to that for reruns from my vast archives anyway on with the show uh, to celebrate the upcoming American US presidential elections I'd like to present an old article of mine entitled Sitting on the Fence uh, which should help you make up your mind in some way if you're voting the, in the American elections or maybe if you're just placing a bet on it from afar uh, either way uh, you might learn something from it Sitting on the Fence by me I always like to sit on the fence when contemplating issues of great controversy for one thing, I find that it toughens up my thigh muscles as well as my ability to endure pain. Endurance is very important. In a world where you could at any moment inadvertently switch on the channel that shows Judge Judy. Anyway, it seems to me that there are two sides to everything. I discovered this to my cost yesterday morning when I got out of the wrong side of my bed, which I now know has two sides. The window was open at the time and I fell out of it and landed on the fence in a sitting position and that's how all this started. 
Recently, my country had a referendum on whether or not it should be illegal to steal things from sweet shops. We're a rather old-fashioned and conservative nation, so everybody voted yes. But anyway, while we were all debating the issue in the run-up to polling day, I agreed to take part in a televised debate in which I represented both sides of the argument. It was rather tiring, running from one podium to the other every time I switched sides to argue against myself, but apart from that it went fine, thanks for asking. I successfully argued that anybody who pilfers a fizzy cola bottle should be hung, drawn and quartered. Then I rang over to the other side of the stage and criticised myself for being an extremist. I suggested that rather than fighting the crime, we should fight the causes of crime and examine why people feel the need to take fizzy cola bottles from their fellow human beings in the first place. After that, I rushed back to my original seat and attacked myself for being a ninny, saying that this was political correctness gone mad. The audience applauded warmly. They love it when you show up the other side as being a complete idiot. Anyway, the outcome of all this is that it's still illegal to steal sweets in this pathetic, backward little place in which I live, so we all have to make our own. We do this by removing cake decorations and stamping on the cake until it becomes small enough to be uh, called a sweet under EU definitions. It works very well, so long as you don't go too far. If you do, the cake becomes so dense that a black hole is formed. Even then, it's probably going to be fine, because we're a bit have look, the universe at the other side of the black hole will have recently liberalised the sweet laws and you'll be able to go over there and score yourself some jelly babies. Just be careful that you don't wander into the universe where cats have become all powerful and omnipresent because if you do, you'll get caught and even though it's not illegal to steal sweets there, they'll extradite, they'll extradite you to your own universe and plant some fake evidence on you. They won't mean any harm by it. Cats are just being playful with you when you do that. I myself once had a cat who liked to play drinking games with me. Strip poker was his particular favourite, but he always lost instantly because he didn't have any clothes to begin with. Cats don't like to wear clothes. They find them very restricting, particularly when they're trying to pee. Dogs, on the other hand, love to dress up in fancy outfits, but don't give them anything that you might want to wear again because they'll get dog hairs and crumbs all over you and you'll have to take it to the dry cleaners and you might accidentally leave a 50 euro note in the shirt pocket and it'll get destroyed in the cleaning process and then you'll be 50 euro short for the rest of the week and you won't be able to afford any popcorn when you go to the cinema and you'll be starving by the time you get home so much that you'll eat the mouldy bread that's in the cupboard beside the damp patch where you spat a few days ago when you couldn't get to the spit bucket in time and you'll get food poisoning and then up sharing a hospital ward with someone who isn't afraid to steal sweets and then you'll have to testify in court or possibly on the Judge Judy show and you'll be a national celebrity and you won't ever have any privacy again at least for three days and during reruns and you'll become a pale shadow of your former self who hangs around in bars waiting for the price of beer to collapse and let me tell you you'll be waiting a hell of a long time given the current economic climate. Don't say I didn't warn you. You're listening to Into Your Head hosted by Neil. Absolutely fantastic. Now, uh, I 
just realised I want to label today's show uh, under the title How Gary Glitter Saved Christmas and in order to do that I need to add some detail to the story I told earlier uh, basically the one where ah, you know, you're burning stuff in your house uh, burning old Gary Glitter records and the fumes go up into the air and they basically kill Santa Claus uh, so I need to twist that into implying that Gary Glitter saved Christmas uh, just for the purpose of having a controversial and eye attracting title for today's episode uh, so let's say uh, Gary Glitter uh, made a stand against people burning his records uh, not because he didn't think they deserved to be burned uh, just because he didn't want uh, Santa Claus to suffer as a result of uh, his crimes enough enough people have suffered already with enough children he thought uh, this is all fictional of course but let's say Gary Glitter fictionally stood up and said please don't burn my records because uh, that will destroy Christmas for many more innocent children than I may have already harmed uh, so that will do that uh, I haven't read up on what her, Gary Glitter was or was not uh, convicted of incidentally so uh, let's be clear I'm not making any, any allegations I understand though he was convicted of something uh, anyway this is all fictional uh, so on with the show Now, uh, I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking, oh, he's getting very close to the end of the programme there. He's not going to be able to fit in uh, anything of much substance here. Uh, well, that remains to be seen. There's more to life than substance, you know, for one thing. Uh, if you were to remove all the substance from the universe, uh, you'd see still left with stuff. He'd be left with a vacuum. In fact, he'd be left with a fine vacuum, because if all the substance is gone, uh, that leaves more vacuum. So, by removing substances, uh, ironically, you're increasing the amount of vacuum, so you're making more stuff. Uh, if you consider vacuum to be stuff, I know not everyone does, uh, but let's face it, you're not a scientist, and neither am I. So show some respect uh, for the wiser, uh, the wiser folk among you, uh, the likes of Professor Stephen Hawking, for example. Professor Stephen Hawking knows all about stuff. He spends his whole day thinking about stuff, and not just lazily. He's not just daydreaming. I can tell you. No, no, he's doing proper thinking. He wouldn't know proper thinking if I came up and slapped you over the head with a cat. Uh, no, no, proper thinking is where you're not just letting your mind drift off and wander. You're paying attention to your thoughts. You're paying attention to every minute uh, piece of crap that floats through your brain and trying to see if you can make diamonds out of it. And some of us can make diamonds out of crap and others can't, I can tell you. Uh, the earth, for example, the earth can make diamonds out of crap if I understand the process directly if you took a crap in your back garden today and then came back in a couple of billion years you'd find diamonds lying there uh, unless you've got some rather dishonest uh, people in your neighbourhood in which case it will probably be gone as would your house houses don't last billions of years I hate to tell you uh, just because you have a mortgage on it for uh, 35 years that doesn't mean it's going to be there forever there's going to come a time when that house isn't there and in fact if you come back in a couple of billion years now that I think about it the sun's going to be gone or turned into a diamond itself or something uh, so no nothing remains the same that's what you have to 
Uh, that's what you have. Oh, sorry about that, Canadian listener. Uh, I didn't mean to belch there. Uh, it was completely accidental. Uh, as I say, I had a can of energy drink earlier. I'm surprised that my belch is only coming now. I finished this at least an hour ago. Absolutely. It's a slow working, a slow burner, as they call it. Uh, one euro can of energy drink from a discount store. A slow burner. You call it a slow burner. That probably wouldn't be considered good marketing. You have to call it energy drinks, uh, things like uh, death skull, uh, blow your brains out, this will kill you, or something like that, and put a skull on it, you can't call it slow burner, you might as well just call it, uh, this is for old ladies who like cats, it's basically tea, uh, no no, uh, don't get me started on the monster energy tea again, for Christ's sake, anyway, good morning. Email us at studio at intoyourhead.com. Help support this free podcast. Go to intoyourhead.com slash tipjar. Sit, Kofi, sit. Good cat. Intoyourhead.com.